It's another week in the For Your Reference household and we have another quid promo, OT. Mm-hmm. Woo-hoo-hoo. Love and splooshes to our friends and lovers at the Popcorn Podcast. Lee and Tim, it has been so much fun getting to meet you in IRL, right, OT? Mm -hmm. And we might even see them in Zuckerberg's metaverse (laughs) because our splooshes are digital as well. With legs this time. With legs. Look at you. (laughs) Do you have a promo code? Oh, of course. Well, I'm going to interrupt that because we're talking about Popcorn Podcast. Lee is amazing and has been such an amazing support to our podcast. Also, Tim and Tim really reignited my watching experiences. Oh, wow. Uh, Very related to this uh, review episode, we actually got to watch Halloween Ends right next to Tim. Mm-hmm. And I think we're dead inside because <laughs> like he was actually reacting to all of the reactions um, that were necessary for Halloween ends and absolutely loved it. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Everyone has a little bit more room in their podcast rotation for films and especially the Mavericks that are right at the top tier. Mm. Let's get on with the show. Friends and Haddonfield lovers, welcome back to the Four Year Reference Podcast. You got your host, Katie. And Oti. Trick or treat, a buffet of canned vegetables, trauma bonds, and epic fakeouts. Wow. Head on down to Old Town Strode for one last ride to hell with Halloween ends this week. <laughs> Some intros just write themselves, OT. Clearly. Speaking of writing themselves, you you for damn sure know I'm going to be referencing LL Cool J's Erotica. <laughs> uh, usually for no reason, but very related. We have covered the whole Halloween franchise, right, OT? We have. Uh, and while we will say it's not necessarily our favorite, the whole watching experience was a lot of fun. It was. Even Buster Rhymes and Tyra Banks. Bloody hell, feels like ages ago. And just while we're here, we did re-watch Seed of Chucky. So shout outs to Redman. <laughs> we're just building our catalogue of rappers in horror slash uh, general sort of cinema. But welcome, welcome, friends and lovers. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Haddonfield Candyman, Haddonfield Candyman, Haddonfield Candyman. Woo. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> Let's get into general stuff. We actually enjoyed it, just, just so we're clear. Um, but there is a lot of woofing going around. General stats and information. This was based on the law for all of our sweaty people in damp corners of the internet. The law. John Carpenter, as well as Deborah Hill. We have director of David Gordon Green. In regards to writers, we have David Gordon Green, Paul Brad Logan, Chris Bernier, as well as Danny McBride. Yes, that Danny McBride. Wow. Is this a safe space, OT? Always. Okay. John C. Riley and Danny McBride for a very long time. 
<laughs> get out of town. <laughs> I'll get out of Haddonfield. I'll be safe. I guarantee you. I definitely won't be the youths making fun of the new Michael Myers, question mark. Uh, have you met you? residential dick in any of my ages uh released in october of 2022 as far as we know it is the end Mm. as far as we know a budget of 20 million dollars and a worldwide gross of 63.2 million dollars in regards to cast we have jamie lee curtis andy matichek as well as rohan campbell Mm. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Man, Halloween Kills really left um, an evil dies tonight stain um, on our heart chambers. So uh, let's get into first impressions. You can hearken on, um, you know, the overall franchise and I guess reflect on the journey um, that we've gone on. But let's get into first impressions. We talked about spoilers. Um, as far as we know, this is the end. Um, the exodus, right? Mm. So only up until the second chapter. That's pretty much the second lesson. All right, Kanye. (laughs) (laughs) Did you go to Donda Academy? (laughs) Wow. Man, and now we find out that Michael Myers wasn't the biggest horror dickhead. It was OT. <laughs> maybe you maybe you are Michael Myers, since anyone can be Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so my first impressions. Um I let me just cover off the whole franchise as a whole. I mm-hmm. think uh it's been topsy turvy. Expected. You don't get even with Chuck, we had some horrible movies in between. Were they? Eh, not as good. Do you mean uh, when Andy went to military school? Yeah, that was a write-off. With Halloween, there was more of that. I think. <laughs> I think the all I can count like I think two out of the top of my head that were pretty good. Other than that, Rob Zombies, the first Rob Zombie, the first was Rob very Zombie, good. the next one was after after that was just shit. But I, I do like that I, I have silver shamrock. Like I enjoy that little jingle. Yeah, that that was the only takeaway from it. Again, LO Cool J. I really enjoyed. I think that was kind of a fun movie. Um, Friends and Lovers, again, as as much as we've watched it, we're obviously not the ones creating fan sites uh for Halloween. But Jamie Lee Curtis had a son, right? That was Josh Hartnett. Mm. So what happened? Like now I'm getting confused unless this, I think this might be, remember when we saw that very complicated diagram, this might be a completely separate story. Does, does it even matter? Wow. We get Michael Myers, who's not my most favorite horror villain. No. You know? He's not Chucky or anything like that, far from it. Or Pennywise. But he's not Pennywise either. So he's, he's definitely not as crap as Pennywise and not as good as Chucky. That that is only uh, certified by OT. That's the global metric of the best horror villains ever. Anyway, continuing. Just because you put your dolls in the wrong place doesn't mean they're the scariest. OT. <laughs> <laughs> tell oh, us, Jesus. T- tell us your bedsheet spelt Jennifer Tilly without telling us your bedsheet spelt Jennifer Tilly. <laughs> <laughs> Were you just imagining your face on Red Man's face? Yeah, I saw myself. <laughs> uh, but I enjoyed this movie. 
I know there were moments I could hear the frustrations that he had throughout the movie. Mm. But I I just I was pleasantly surprised. It 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 was so, you know what? Despite the fact that we didn't see get to see Marco Myers that much, I didn't I, it didn't bother me. If you okay, because cause we are weebs and we are into anime. If you saw Gohan instead of Goku for that amount, like that ratio, you would get annoyed. But again, I think you But are, he was never Goku to begin with. But you're acknowledging that you didn't really like Michael Myers anyway, right? In the first Halloween, he just stands in the cub all time. So I, I, I'm not connecting with but that. But he did defy physics in being able to stab and keep someone suspended with a little steak knife. Yeah, that butter knife, eh? <laughs> it was a bamboo butter knife. <laughs> uh, so I, it didn't bother me. Mm-hmm. I think the aspect of, are we going to get a new Michael Myers? That was exciting to me. Okay. I was, I was on board. I was like, okay, let's see how this guy's going to deteriorate that much and just flick, you know? Okay. And it well, was, I, I do have a, a the first theme that we're going to talk about oh, is a fake out. Mm. So we'll leave that for there. But do you have any other first impressions? I need to put the Oscar music <laughs> just to close it off. Uh, I, I, I love the scene at the end. I loved it. Everyone gathering Ew. and just killing off Michael. It was, it was overdue. We didn't really care much, even though we do love and sploosh a Kenneth Branagh. Um, we didn't care so much for Murder on the Orient Express, um, but he did do that scene well. And I'm not going to spoil it, but if you've seen both films, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but uh, my first impressions, I agree with you because we didn't fully love Michael Myers we weren't really going to get our feelings hurt over how he was going to be portrayed, but that also means there's a cap to our enjoyment, right? Mm. But we were pretty much free agents. Like we were just there to take in the film. Halloween Kills was very frustrating, so I think anything would have been a bonus. Yeah. Um, I, I I didn't like the fake out, and we'll talk about the fake out. I didn't necessarily care for that. Um I think I need some campiness when it comes to horror. And, you know, that also points to Seed of Chucky being one of my favorite horror films, right? We need some sort of campiness. And why you didn't like Terrifiers. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> it and you are giving anti-women. <laughs> um, but I guess we'll talk about that in a Patreon um, sort of vessel. But, uh, you know, and I guess while we're talking about other horror films, I'm very excited to watch Megan, Megan. Oh. But I need to talk to our pals at Universal because Ronnie Cheng was my reason for wanting to watch it and he's not even in the fucking trailer. Wow. It was like a minute trailer. I have two Ronnie, uh, I have two Ronnie Chen campaigns, friends and lovers, to get him it more in the film if he isn't more in the film, and also for Shang Chi too. <laughs> <laughs> he can insert his AA in my PR. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the sort of flavor. This is the sort of spice we need to have in Halloween. Um, but yeah, I I I wasn't mad watching it. I was befuddled by a couple of the decisions um, in the film, but I wasn't mad. And even like as time goes on, 
I'm I'm feeling great. Like I I'm probably not as um, satiated as I was thinking about Ethan Hawke being the grabber daddy. Um, mm. But yeah, I had a, I had an absolutely good time. So let's get into the fake out. We've kind of already talked about it. Um, I didn't like it. I, I don't like fake outs in general. And friends and lovers, if you haven't checked out already, we have talked about um, Candyman. And you might be surprised which Candyman film we prefer. <laughs> Oti is an Uncle Ruckus. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so essentially why I didn't like the fake out is because it dilutes the intensity of Michael Myers. And it also doesn't like the, the franchise, or even if we want to just argue that this is its own timeline, right? It doesn't lend to any flexibility for, you know, ridiculousness or elongating storylines. Cause if we take it from that point of view, Michael Myers is super, super old. Right. Mm. And he's a human. There's no sort of supernatural, um, you know, voodoo incantations like a Chucky, for example. There's no um, energy in there. Mm. Yeah. There's no, you're ignorant from the sewer drains of Pennywise (laughs) trying to seduce the children. Um, You know what I mean? Like it doesn't give space for anything to be a couple of steps away from reality into fantasy. So I did kind of find it hard to buy it, but then also like he was able to infer his power to Corey, which kind of didn't make sense to me. But if I just focus on like the fake out of it all, I didn't care for it because if Michael Myers is the icon and you can so easily bestow it to another proxy, then it dilutes his character. Mm. Yeah. If if you look at it like that. That is how I'm looking at it. That's my fucking (laughs) review, mate. No, like I can see where you're going, but to me it was more, you can't get this. There's no reasonable way to tell this story where it's been decades later. Michael Myers should probably have a walking stick. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way you tell this story of him in his prime slashing and killing like he was back in his 20s. Uh-huh. I think this was the best way to tell that story. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it a fake out. I think... To me, that end signified that maybe, just maybe, Allison will be the next. Oh, wow. So you're ready to give that mantle, hey? Bruh, it has to be handed down. So you're fine. Okay, so with the fake out, does that mean you also believed in like wrestling growing up? Yes. (laughs) Did you not have a childhood? Yeah, but like even as a child, I knew that it wasn't real. Bro, no. Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart. Uh, uh. Oh my God. Stone Cold The Rock. You didn't, yeah. you didn't buy into that ridiculousness. Kane, Undertaker. Oh, far out. You did just, you know, sometimes I could explain away Katie not watching a lot of movies, but the things she says about wrestling now. Just disturbing to the core. Man, you're really starting to sound like those super fans, hey? (laughs) (laughs) I don't even watch it like that anymore, but you don't come for it like that. I think 
Alison has gone through that mental distress. She's man, her life is not has not been clear cut. Uh-huh. And I think she probably is the best candidate for it. We saw a glimpse of darkness where she was like, oh, let's ban it all. Maybe she took it figuratively when Corey was meaning literally, but you could still sense there's darkness in her. Mm. And to me, as, as much as you want to see it as a fake out because Corey ends up dying, I think the mantle was passed silently in Allison. Oh, boo. Mm-hmm. Oh, boo. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's the diluting, like I allude to Candyman. Um, I don't necessarily see him as diluting, but, you know, even into the Spider-Verse, anyone can be Spider-Man, right? Um, you know, even more examples, like it's like Boruto helping Naruto beat Sasuke. <laughs> like it just, it, it weakens the position, right? And even if we talk about like Mortal Kombat, with the most recent and upcoming to be Mortal Kombat. It's like Cole Young helping out Scorpion to beat Sub-Zero. You know what I mean? If if Michael Myers wasn't as old and sort of broken up, he was injured so badly. He was in a tunnel for all that time. <laughs> Depending on some man to throw some random strays in for him. Mm-hmm. No, you can't. You can't expect him to be just doing backflips and whatnot and being like, oh. But you're already plugged into the Matrix. See, I'm not even plugged in. That's what I'm saying. So why are you so divided like this? Because in the Matrix, you're like, oh, why are you not so plugged in? Plug yourself in. And now you're unplugged. Plug off, mate. I just think that it's understandable. It made sense in the storyline. And I'm not going to fault people for, because we've had so many backflips with Halloween that something coherent that makes sense, I'm not going to be here and judge it, judge them for it. Okay. Okay, well, let's let's go into another theme. I don't buy chill Laurie Strode. Like, I, I'm glad that, you know, going to therapy helped her, but it doesn't make for a compelling horror element. <laughs> Do you think if Tony Collette's character and Hereditary went to therapy effectively, then we would have had the film of Hereditary? Oh, shoot. even Babadook's mama, like, should have been hauled though. Yeah, but that's not. <laughs> <laughs> it should have been called Halloween Heels then. But she does flip the switch towards the end in the final act to get badass Laurie Strode. But I, the the Laurie Strode that we saw in Halloween Kills is absolutely the Laurie Strode that I would imagine. No, but in Halloween Kills, she. She's this badass person, but did the most fundamental stupid things ever. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, that Laurie Strode killed. Nah, this Laurie Strode, who was more composed, who thought through all the aspects, like even in the scene where um, trigger warning, suicide talk, even in the scene where she was sort of pretending to do suicide, she was like, you know what? That's a Laurie Strode I wouldn't have seen before that. I didn't like that. And I thought it was cheap. Like I didn't, I first of all didn't buy the suicide angle, but I also don't like that that was used as a strategy. It wasn't meant for you. It was meant for Lou or Michael into a sense of fallacy being, ooh, she's killed herself. Let me poke my head out. No, but I'm just saying like, I I, I don't care for that. Fair enough, man. But I, I enjoyed this Laurie Strode. She, she was more composed. She's the one that I sort of envisioned for the whole franchise. You know, if you are going to be the final girl, this is it, man. 
I did enjoy, um, and I was very disappointed that we didn't get delivery because you talk about the last scene, you know, when she was talking to Alison, she was like, sometimes you just need to show grief your tits. And we didn't get to see her tits at the end of the film. Far be it from me to expect some strode tits. Jesus. (laughs) And I'm the problem? Uh, You are the problem. Bloody hell. (laughs) I I don't want fake outs. I don't want misleading suicide scenes. I just want grief tits. Those metaphorical tits, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have a metaphorical areola itch then. Wow. Let's move on to the next theme. Uh, Social commentary. So I've labeled it as if you were a piece of shit before Michael Myers, you're still a piece of shit after he dies. Let's talk about the vessel of Michael Myers. And again, I come back to Candyman. In this sort of strain of Halloween ends, it kind of builds off of Michael Myers as a boogeyman, again, like Candyman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. Do you even want to debate whether Michael Myers was a human or whether he was a ghost. Essentially, he was the vessel and the pain and the evil of the town. So I want to hear a little bit about that. He gets stabbed. He gets shot. He feels it. He falls down for a second. He doesn't die for some Mm. weird reason. Maybe he has some very hard pecs. (laughs) But he feels pain. We see him struggle through. Um, I just... And that's what, uh, and that's what the reasons. This mystery, this mystery around him. Oh, how does he survive all this shit? Just give us a fucking explanation. Uh huh. And I think that's what Rob Zombie wanted to do. You're he, giving me whiplash because you're no, for it and you're no, against no, no. it. Remember, remember in Rob Zombie's iteration, he was like, "Okay, let's start afresh. Let's let's explain why exactly. Michael Myers." And is I felt the like he if is. he didn't drop the ball in the second one, we could have gotten to a point where we get to understand why Michael be Michael. I just think of Blonde Lady and the Pegasus. That's all I think about <laughs> with the second Rob Zombie. Yeah, they double spaced that shit. They did, they did. <laughs> but, and that's the issue, right? Because mm. if we understood what Michael is and, you know, maybe I could care more about him yeah. and understand him more. We know Chucky, Freddy, Jason. Jason X, lot of fun. Yeah, you know, it, it builds that reason on Sandy Connect. So for someone who didn't watch Halloween growing up, yeah, I don't have the feels like, ooh, Halloween, scary, yeah. ooh. Nah, I watched it in my adulthood and I was like, bruh, why is this guy just standing there? <laughs> you know, and I gave up and I didn't watch it until we started our sort of Halloween journey together. To be fair, you can relate to heavy breathing in the bushes, right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's why you're sitting here, mate. (laughs) (laughs) One stroke too many, hey? (laughs) Uh, We're serious film reviewers. Clearly not. (laughs) (laughs) Man, if our episode has more spice than the franchise, then that's the fucking problem. And I guess to even think of it this way, like Rob Zombie's, you know, offering in the Halloween franchise was House of Dragons. And this one was more like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But with 
with Michael Mars as an entity, it's understandable. And I think what I liked also about this is the town is fully accepting that, A, there is a Michael Myers and he does shit. It's no longer, ooh, people are just dying randomly. Let's blame everyone else apart from Michael. Mm-mm. You know, we got solid characters from Lomis, mm-hmm. you know, and they build such a a strong world for to for there to be such a mystery and ooh around Michael Myers. I'm like, nah. Yeah. It's it's not a selling point. It's, it's it's distracting from the point. Yeah. No, I agree. I absolutely agree with it. Um, you know, I <laughs> whether it's Michael Myers or whether it's uh full-blown Satan, I don't like when people try to detach their responsibility for their shitty actions. Mm. Like I didn't cheat on you, baby. Michael Myers made me do it. You know what I mean? Like, if you did something, just fucking own up to it. And we kind of felt that mob mentality in Halloween Kills. Um, And it didn't even feel earned in Halloween Ends. You know, they're all just standing there, you know, with their chants and and their placards of of justice. And it's like, fuck off. There's a scene where we get these two black women, one in a wheelchair being being rolled up to Laurie and they're like see what you did you were selfish you tried to chase after that man (laughs) what do you want her to do what did you want Laurie to do but okay so can we show her tits and be killed yeah I know that's what we would have liked but that just doesn't make sense but this okay, so so you actually brought up a good point. I didn't care for the social commentary in this trilogy. Um, again, if we want to just say that this is its own storyline, that's fine. But we also can't ignore that there's like there's stacks and stacks and stacks of films, you know, that existed before this offering. Um, I think it's too late. If it's not naturally like a part of the initial sort of offerings, it doesn't make sense. The same way that they introduced Corey in the last hour, but that's a different thing. I didn't care for the social commentary that they tried to embed in this film. And also not for nothing, all of the flavor in this film was from black characters, even with like the DJ. (laughs) like he was the one that brought the levity and the fun sort of commentary to this film but going back to the black women i didn't care for that because it's like what does that do you know Mm. and then it makes me think about race it makes me think about class so are we saying now that michael myers has been dead and he's destroyed there's no longer going to be any sort of racism are we going to say black women are going to get paid the same as white men fuck off yeah Michael Myers was, <laughs> but it's also it like um, friends and lovers. We also covered Sandman, the Netflix um, series. It frustrates me because it becomes the cover all, but it can't cover everything. Right? You're saying Michael Myers was the evil, but there's still going to be evil that consists inside of people. Right? That didn't diminish the the sort of depravity that we might have in ourselves. Right? Mm. So that's what I didn't care for. And I didn't care for that sort of social commentary because (laughs) like, and I of all people believe that it can be done quite cohesively to weave in social commentary as well as entertainment, but no one's showing up to a Halloween film for that. Oh, you reckon? No one's like, Hey, Michael Myers used his pronouns today. Like, (laughs) 
<laughs> Maybe in Babadook, but no one's like no one's checking for that in this film specifically. Wild. I don't know. In my, maybe I need to rewatch it because I didn't think they were heavy-handed in their social commentary that you much. You just talked about the black women. Yeah, but other than that, there's like few gaps in between that I would think. And it was that, like they were doing a freedom march at the end of the film, all going towards Michael Myers. I was like, fuck off. It, it didn't feel quite Candyman. It didn't feel that level to me, you know. And and if if, but the social commentary made sense in Candyman. Oh, it was heavy-handed. It was heavy-handed, but fuck. it made sense. I'm not sure about whether it made sense. It was heavy-handed and it distracted from the movie. With this, it was far in between that I felt like, okay, you can get away with it because you're not trying to shove it down my throat. At the end of the day, if you try and pin everything that's bad with the town on Michael Myers, that's shit because But that's know, what I'm saying. That's what the film was saying. I agree with you, but I just think that a, in as much as the social commentary was there, I didn't think it distracted from the movie. And B, in the moments that it was there, I'm saying them trying to say, or towards the, them marching towards the end, and as if they've solved everyone's fucking problem, that felt a bit, I didn't care for it. I can have, I can sit on column A and column B with this because there's examples of both. Mm-hmm. Uh, Laurie Strode writing her book or her little diary entries. I've never watched Sex in the City, but I imagine that's what Sarah Jessica Parker is doing right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, let's move on to the last theme that I have. Twilight did it. Twilight did it. Twilight did it. Worst lovers ever. Um, I didn't care for it. Actually, bothered me that we had Allison and Corey. Right. Mm. So obviously trauma bonds like Allison kind of sharpshooted succinctly to Corey because of the trauma bonds. Um, and, you know, he he tells her that he just killed someone and that really got her going like Cheryl for Marcha. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she was feeling a lubricated tunt. <laughs> Um, thoughts and feelings, you know, uh, I think of Titanic, which was many moons ago, friends and lovers. Um, but you know, we, we don't necessarily care for, despite being in a 10 plus loving sort of relationship, we don't necessarily care for love stories. Um, especially if the film isn't about a love story. So how did you feel about Alison and Corey? I loved it because to me, in my own theory, I think Alison is going to be Michael Myers or Michelle Myers, whatever she wants to name herself afterwards. Wow, you're messy. <laughs> you have not been to pronouns training, have you? I have. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't ascended yet. I'm getting there. Uh, I didn't mind it. I think it made sense in Corey finding someone that's broken because... As, as soon as Alison saw Corey, she was like, yeah, man, <laughs> we were both broken. I think even watching him on the dance floor yeah. it was a cause for concern. Yeah. But both of them are fucked up. So it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't feel as if it was shoved down our throats. You know, it felt very. You're really referring to your available throat, aren't you, OT? Mm. Is your man moon on the way? It is. <laughs> <laughs> 
it felt very like the original Roswell with Shiri and Jason. I was like, bro, this relationship is not, and I was watching it as, my, as a kid. I was like, nah, this relationship is fucked up. It, this one felt at that level. I'm like, there's no way this is going to end well. Yeah. You know? uh, it, even if we go to our favorite franchise in Chucky and Jennifer, you know, that's going to be disastrous. But they all had a purpose, and I think it worked in this, and I enjoyed it. And to me, Corey dying at the end was just a chef's kiss. I was like, yeah, fucking hell. Because at that point, I ended up fucking hating him, weirdly enough. But And I was cheering for Michael to just rip his head off. Well, he was kind of just in the way, because we were really there for a Laurie and Michael showdown, right? Yeah. Uh, between you and I, Alison offered nothing. Mm. Aside from being an empty shell of the trauma she's experienced, which if we're talking about in a real life sense, sad. Talking about in this sense, yeah. She was so quick to to distrust Laurie. Like she walked she in. She was very teenager. It's like, how old are you? <laughs> she walked in and she was like, you just don't want me to be with my boyfriend. <gasps> you killed my boyfriend. Yeah. I hate you. You yeah. did all this. I'm like, bruh, come down. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it, it made no sense. Um, and Corey, I want to talk about Corey because we, we talk about the general sort of fake out, but we haven't talked about Corey's character. I, friends and lovers, don't like when we're forced and we have no choice but to care for the character that they're trying to get us to care for. Mm. They kept showing Corey getting beaten up by high school children. At some fucking point, you turn into Octavia Spencer and Ma. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it will not stand. Like, at this point, I don't feel sorry for you because these are fucking little crickets. Like, you can just, yeah, like, put your chest them. out, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I just, like, I don't like that they were trying to lead us down. Oh, poor Corey. Oh, sweet vengeance. He becomes Michael Myers. Fuck off. We weren't even checking for you, bruv. But... Did that scene at the end to when he was killing off all those teenagers, did he not feel cathartic? Stop trying to implicate me, <laughs> No, because he's been going through shit. And, you know, he does. He just wants to put his head down. He doesn't want to fight them. You know, he, he feels like he doesn't want to bring that much attention to him because he was convicted of killing a kid. Yeah, but it was like racist-ass Melly Gibby's Passion of the Christ. You know what I mean? Like, we had no choice but to root for Jesus. So I feel like I had no choice but to root for Haddonfield Jesus, i.e. Corey. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he's not dead then. Well, you keep wanting to make Allison. Maybe he'll ascend. I guess. Mm. But with Corey, though, how did you feel about his sort of backstory of, you know, having killed accidentally the kid? Uh, he kicked that door. Like, he really kicked that door down. Um, you know, friends and lovers, we also recently covered Orphan. Um, Orphan first kill, um, most succinctly. We were talking about Julia Stiles' character. Like, the leap that Julia Stiles' character needed to get to the full-blown evil... Like, it was kind of the same trajectory as Corey. Like, it didn't make sense to me that this equaled this in the horror sort of formula. Mm. Yeah, I agree with you. Or do you think that kid was just being super annoying, so fuck him? 
I think I would have just locked him in the bedroom and just be done, man. What the fuck? He was annoying, but he didn't deserve to go as, out as the way soon, he did. As soon as that kid said, mentioned something to do with Corey's ugly ass ahead, I was like, bro, that's the moment I would have thrown you into your fucking room, closed the door and let's, let me relax. What the fuck was that nonsense? Who's raising these kids out there? Nah, 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 man. I... I just feel like he's had so much bad luck. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? Like it was gearing you down that path. I don't feel bad about it because at the end of the day, we needed someone to sort of see how they could be tr- morphed into a Michael Myers version. And uh-huh. it made sense. Someone who just feels like he can't catch a break. Mm-hmm. It just made sense. It made sense. I'm not going to be mad here. This movie just beat all my expectations which weren't that high but still beat them uh-huh. and I left that movie feeling you know what Halloween ends isn't that bad okay it's actually quite good <laughs> <laughs> it definitely we're looking at IMDB right now um, and we usually don't talk about um, ratings whether it's ours or you know the Don Cheadle's algae rhythm internet. Um, but it's five out of 10 on IMDb and that's not cool. Yeah. Like even with the qualms, quarrels and quandaries that I have, like five isn't cool, man. Yeah, five, five. And Halloween Kills are 5.5. Come on now. It's way better than Halloween Kills. Oh yeah. Way, way better. It's sitting at a six for Okay. Me. Look at your surprise rating. Yeah, it's just there, man. It's yeah, just, just like Corey, you introduced it in the last half, eh? <laughs> but out of the sort of three last movies from Halloween, this this is a standout. Yeah. This is a standout in the bunch. And we get, regardless of whether we get to see Michael that much, because we don't have that resonance, we didn't care that much. Uh-huh. I think that's where the qualms come in. But... Like, it's not hurting my feelings. Like, I'm not waking up in the middle of the night mad (laughs) about this film. (laughs) True, true. I'm just trying to think of an equivalent. If I didn't see Chucky for that long a period in a Chucky movie, would I get angry? I probably would. But can we just give some love and splooshes to Don Mancini? Mm. But that's like literally decades worth of law and it's still being done successfully in the TV show. And we can't talk about Halloween and not give a shout out to Ben, especially because we're talking about how Chucky, the TV show, is exemplary and delivered successfully. We love you, Ben, but you're very wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's finish off. Let's close off this Halloween franchise. Uh, I guess time will tell. Um, and we'll see how how low our grief bosoms are um, hanging by the time there's another Halloween. But um, any sort of closing thoughts to the Halloween franchise before we throw it in the wood chipper? I'd say, you know what? Go into this with an open mind and just enjoy the characters that you've watched for decades. Just seeing J- Jamie Lee Curtis as Laurie, man, that's... Woo! yes you get feels bro Mm -hmm. you know it's 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 amazing in itself what she's done with this franchise i think the ones where she wasn't in it you could see that it struggled because laurie is 
the fucking franchise. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> uh, what else? The Black Mayor, you know what? Him with his cowboy hat. He made two appearances in the movie. What a deep and I cut. <laughs> Friends and lovers, OT is the rain man of like in the background black characters. Go and listen to our Air Force One episode. <laughs> He wasn't in the background as much. In but Halloween you know Kills, I mean? he played a, more prominent role. If there's a black character, you you pick them up. Yeah, true that. But you know what? He he made an appearance in this. It was cool seeing him. I was like, <laughs> come on, son. <laughs> I didn't shout that in the cinema. Like, but... sit down, mister. <laughs> uh, but man... We got to see black people introducing the franchise as they got along. No, and I was no, happy for no, it. No, no, no. When we lord black representation, <laughs> Halloween ends <laughs> and Halloween the franchise, really? H2O? No, you not even a little cool Jacob. <laughs> no OT. Bad OT. Bad OT. Uh, these are my wrapping up thoughts. You know, it's it's something that we got to see at least. I'm happy for that. Uh, man, it was a fun ride. It was a fun, fun ride. There were moments where I felt like I, I didn't understand Michael. I got angry. But sitting here after Halloween ends and seeing the achievements of Jamie Lee Curtis and, and David Gordon Green, John Carpenter, fuck's sakes, man. I always love a good franchise and love a good franchise. We need to look for another one. We tried Jeepers Creepers and that didn't go very well. <laughs> Jeepers. <laughs> and there's a new one, Jeepers Creepers. We, we'll get to that though. For sure. Maybe yeah, not, absolutely. Maybe, maybe not on main app, but we'll see. Yeah. If it's any good, that is. Absolutely. Uh, uh, you know, my qualms are in that it wasn't necessary. However, we are here and we are at the end um, of an enjoyable experience. Mm. It was a lot of fun. Um, now I just want to supercut Raiden into all of the scenes instead of Michael Myers. That'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> um but thank you friends and lovers for joining us uh on this journey especially the big halloween fans um that maybe get nasty by us saying things they don't agree with um but thank you so much for joining us uh Halloween next year will be very interesting. I guess we'll see um, what we'll tap into. And I guess while we're here in the cloak of the end of the episode, I did tweet that we initially had a franchise um, to cover, and that was The Ring. We tried the US remake um, first so we could end on quality, but even trying to watch the original OG, um, it was scene for scene out of shell of what we had experienced with Naomi Watts. Yeah. And um We just need to let it air out. It's kind of stanking. It's, mm. <laughs> it's stanking up my memory banks. Um, but thank you so much, friends and lovers. We're gonna finish off in a segment we call Fire Friends. And mine is going to surprise you. OT. I'm gonna reference Chucky. Hey! <laughs> if you want a villain who is funny, has charm, has charisma. How's fucking Jennifer Tilly? Yes, big old Tillys. Mm-hmm. Nowhere else other than Chucky, Don Mancini. Kudos, kudos, kudos. It's and Devin Sawa. Yeah, he he. 
I feel like he needs more accolades, but you know what? People who know, know. So. But he's like he's like all of the villains in Scooby-Doo that take off the mask and it's just Devin again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So I'm going to give a reasoning before I give the reference. Uh, I've identified that campy sort of horror icons are kind of my jive because I speak jive. Um, if we're talking about like silent horror icons, but are still very effective and can very much in moments be funny, but also very scary and frightening. I'm going to reference without having seen the sequel, Terrifier. Oh. Meet us in the DMs, friends and lovers. We've got a lot of time. It worked. It just worked. <laughs> I loved it. Wow. Good reference, man. Oh, thank you. You know I do love an attaboy OT. Mm-hmm. If you'd like an OT attaboy on Twitter and Instagram, we're at for your FPod. Write us an email at hello fpodcast.com. We're also on Show Grief Your Tits podcast if you'd like to leave a rating and review. And we'll see you guys next week. Titties! Hey!